We've all been there. You're in a hurry to get to the trails with your dog. You barely have time to even get a run in together, let alone think about a warm up and cool down. Does your dog even need that? Should you even bother? I mean, come on, life is busy and we're all in a hurry these days, it seems. So the question is, do you warm up your dog before you can across together? Should you? In this episode, I'm going to break it down into what you should do and why. Let's dive in. Hey, trail runners. Welcome back to the Cane Across Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Cane Across. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of Cane Across and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're answering more great listener questions. I hope you're as excited as I am. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of the Cane Across Made Simple podcast. Today we're talking warm-ups and cool-downs for your dog and do you need to make time for them during your runs. But before we dive in, I want to tell you a little story about one of my dogs. So my little Jack Russell, Lola, loves to sniff. I mean, she really loves to sniff. And when we first started on our Canacross journey, before I realized the importance of a routine, she would try and sniff and pee the whole way. And even though she's only about 10 pounds, she's really strong. And when she catches a scent that she wants to check out more, she can dig her little paws in and not budge. We'd be running and she'd decide she wanted to smell something and just stop on a dime. Doing that the whole run was not enjoyable. Once I started implementing a structured warm-up and cool-down routine, things started to get much better. She knows that her warm-up walk is the time for her to sniff and do her thing. All the while, we're gradually warming up her muscles and then once the warm-up is over, it's time for her to keep things moving. It can be hard to set aside time for a warm-up and cool-down for both you and your dog. We lead busy lives, and sometimes it's all we can do to just make it out to the trails in the first place. So why should you still make the time to warm up and cool-down your dog before and after your run? First, it mentally prepares them by differentiating the can-across run from a casual stroll around the block. It also increases blood flow to their muscles, which reduces the risk of injury. A good warm-up and cool-down also establishes a routine for your dog. Maybe your dog gets really excited when he or she knows you're going out for a run. Having a structured routine will allow your dog to know what's expected of him or her and be calm when the transition to running happens. It's also going to allow your dog time to do some sniffing and go potty so that they aren't trying to do this during your run. Also, if your dog is very excited before you even start out on your run, then they're going to expend a lot of energy in the wrong place. They'll be overly tired before you even get going. Establishing a routine is very important to help prevent this. The warm-up is also a great time to closely monitor your dog for any stiffness or soreness or changes in their normal behavior. Small changes like this are your dog's way of telling you something is wrong and not to run them that day and instead have them checked out by your veterinarian. So what should a good warm-up and cool-down look like? Your warm-up should start slow so that your dog's circulation can increase gradually along with loosening their joints. It will also give their muscles enough time to warm up right which will reduce the chance of pulling a muscle. You should start off walking together don't put the dog's can across equipment on yet. If you aren't somewhere where your dog can be let off lead, then use a long line such as a training lead. You can find these anywhere, Walmart, Chewy, Amazon, etc. Allow your dog time to sniff and pee. Gradually increase the speed of your walk to trotting and then a bit faster. You can also add in some slow figure eights. 10 minutes is a good duration for the warm-up. The outside temperature can affect your warm-up time. If it's really warm out, you may be able to shorten your warm-up time a bit, and if the temps are chilly, you may need a little longer. Once you've completed the warm-up, then put the Canacross harness on your dog and attach them to your waist belt and you're ready for your run. Your dog will recognize that this is now the time to work for you and not the time to sniff and go potty. When you're done with your run, you want to allow a cool down for your dog to bring their heart rate and respiration back down. You don't want to just put them into your car or allow them to gulp down a bunch of water. Once their heart rate is down, you can allow them to drink in small amounts, but again, not gulp the whole bowl. After your run, remove 
the can across equipment and allow them to walk on the lead for the cool down walk as you did for their warm up. Again, this is their time to sniff and pee along with bringing their heart rate and respiration down. So what are some mistakes to avoid? Mistake number one, don't think that a game of fetch is a suitable warm up. A game of fetch involves quick, sudden stops and movements. If your dog's muscles haven't been warmed up before this, then they're gonna be cold and will most likely cause injuries. So don't use games like fetch or tug of war as your can across warm up. Mistake number two, don't try and stretch your dog's muscles as their warm up routine. This can have a negative effect on them and their performance. Dynamic stretches are what you should be using to warm up before your can across run, those that mimic the movements of the activity that they're about to participate in. In addition to the warm up walk, you can do things like figure eights, spins, or sit to stands, just to name a few. Mistake number three is not taking the time to warm up and cool down. Going all out during your can across runs without first mentally and physically preparing your dog is asking for trouble. This can not only lead to injury, but also an unsettled dog once you get home. The flip side to that is to also allow your dog time to rest and recover. Be sure to allow your dog time for their cool down after the run and also rest days in between your run days. So there you have it. That's the nuts and bolts of the warm up and cool down. If you'd like to learn more in depth about topics like warming up and cooling down your dog, in addition to a lot of other helpful topics, then be sure to hop on the wait list of our new Canacross Made Simple membership. Not only will there be education included in the membership, but we also have guided running programs, command challenge, and an amazing supportive community of other crazy dog lovers just like yourself. The doors are currently closed, but you can sign up on our wait list at bit.ly forward slash CMS membership waitlist and be the first to find out when enrollment opens again. So to recap what we've gone over today, don't underestimate the importance of a good warm-up and cool-down routine. It will help to prevent injury, mentally prepare your dog by establishing a routine, and help to control their excitement so that they use their energy in the proper place. And if you hear any background noise, that's my dogs playing with each other, so that's what that is. Sorry about that. All right. Next, you want to make sure you're using dynamic exercises during your warm-up, starting off with a walk and gradually increasing the pace into a trot and then into a run on a long lead and not yet using the can across equipment. You can also incorporate exercises like figure eights, sit-to-stands, etc. as part of your warm-up routine if time allows. Don't forget to allow for a proper cool-down also. And last but not least, be sure to avoid the mistakes that we discussed, like not using games like fetch for your warm-up. Don't go crazy with your workouts with your dog. This can cause injury and, and don't not make time for your warm-ups and cool-downs. This should be the beginning and end of your routine together. So don't underestimate the importance of it. I hope that helps you in some way. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com. And don't forget to join our free Facebook community at bit.ly forward slash learn Canacross and submit your questions for the show. And again, we also have a brand new monthly membership for those new to Canacross. The doors are currently closed, but you can sign up on our wait list at bit.ly forward slash CMS membership waitlist and be the first to find out when enrollment opens again. If you're liking the show, please subscribe and leave us a review so we can spread the word about this great sport. So get those tails on the trails and until next time, bye for now. Still have questions? If you feel you need a little more one-on-one -on -one time, I'm now offering 30-minute coaching, aka strategy sessions, to give you more personalized attention. We'll hop on Zoom and clear up any confusion you're having with equipment, commands, getting your dog to pull, etc. If this sounds like something you need, please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll make it happen.